Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 52, The Olympics of Trivia. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Mark as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for, uh, thank you for having me on. Well, it's wonderful to have a guy who has experience with podcasting on the show, so I have to be on my best behavior. Uh, my standards have to be extremely high, so I don't embarrass myself. I, I don't understand. No, I mean, just because I've been podcasting for a, a long while, that doesn't mean you need to be on your best behavior. I mean, why would I hold you to some a standard <laughs> I certainly couldn't live up to? All right, so today we'll be on our bad behaviors, like Michael Jackson bad. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, okay, I can I can do that. I'm a, I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Uh, but yeah, but thank you for uh, for having me on the show. And yes, I, I'm here today to talk about uh, my my hobby uh, of uh, creating game shows. And uh, I, I'm really excited to be here. Uh, it's something I love doing. So thank you for for giving the opportunity uh, to uh, to boast about myself and how awesome I am. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, speaking of which, I would love to learn more about how awesome you are. So who is Mark, this awesome man? Uh, well, uh, so I, I live in Chicago and uh, we have... Uh, of, Jesus. Uh, I produce a trivia game show, uh, which is called Riddle Me That. So uh, you sort of build us as the Olympics of trivia, and I, I guess that's fair. But we more like to call ourselves uh, Chicago's dollar store double dare. So <laughs> we're, uh, we're we're a uh, a trivia game show in every sense of the word. Uh, you know, we have four rounds of trivia, and then uh, you know, in between each round of trivia, we make up stupid uh, sort of silly double store uh, games that we can uh, conceive of on a budget of about seven dollars and fifty cents. Uh, and uh, that allows teams to win additional points. Uh, so you know, it's actually conceivable to do terrible at the questions and still end up being the champions by uh, by playing our games really well. And geez, we've been doing this show in various iterations for since about 2012, I believe, is the the earliest records that I have. So it's uh, it's been a pretty fun time. So you're just a veteran in everything. Um, so, you, so there's a, an amount you just said, $7.50. How'd you come up with that specific amount? Well, because we used to not make a lot of money. And uh, I do this with uh, two of my friends. Uh, and uh, one of them is is very much into the DIY style of theater. So we, we've sort of incorporated the the cheapness of the games as sort of our our, our gimmick or or spoof, and you know we we're still able to you know there's a lot of cardboard, a lot of you know slinkies and things like that, but uh, you know I, I think it helps add to our our aura and uh, and our charm. So would I be wrong to say that you guys are the MacGyvers of trivia games? Uh, you would, you know, you would not be that, that, that would not be a, a bad description of it. So you started this in back in 2012. How did you get introduced to it? Was it that you joined a game show and you said, you know what? I like this, but I'd like to change it and make it my own way. Or you saw one on TV or somebody introduced you to one. So riddle me that came about, um, it was developed by two of my friends. 
Jason Weinberg, who I do the show with currently. Uh, he's the one who creates all of our games. He is, uh, he is also our live musician. He plays uh, the baritone ukulele during the show. Uh, another friend of ours, uh, Jake Penzel. They both really love like old game shows and so and, and trivia nights, but we're kind of bored going to you know your regular standard trivia night. And so they were like, hey, why don't we make this game show? And uh, another friend of ours uh, was involved in the production as the time as the referee. And I I will contest that I came up with the name, riddle me that, <laughs> just uh, sitting around on a porch talking about it one night. And I, uh, I began helping out as sort of like an administrative stage manager sort of role. And then we had to change some personnel. Uh, so I moved into the referee role and uh, I've been doing that ever since, you know, uh, basically judging all of the games, keeping score, you know, writing the weekly trivia questions. Uh, it, it's uh, it's a pretty involved experience and one that I've, uh, I've, I've really enjoyed doing. Now, I haven't written this question down, but for the actual structure of the whole Riddle Me That game show, is it uh, a walk-in aspect or is it pre-made teams that uh, come back for multiple, like say weeks, like it's a season, like a, let's say the playoffs, for example, they have to win four out of seven games to be the champion? Sure, sure. Uh, no, it, it's a it, it's a weekly contest. So uh, there's no there, there's no sort of overarching. We, we do what we call seasons and episodes, but it's mostly just you know, based around when we take a break for Christmas for our sanity after having <laughs> written, you know, 52 shows uh, over the course of a year. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I mean, well, we do one every week, basically. Yeah. So it's almost it almost comes out to 52. It's also it's it, with trivia, having a week to week sort of thing is is actually a little bit difficult because part of the fun of trivia is walking in and deciding what your stupid team name is going to be for that week. <laughs> and so it's sort of hard to keep track of a, uh, you know, cause the same team could have, you know, a different name five, you know, five weeks in a row. So that's, that's why we do. It's just a, a, on a per episode basis, the weekly riddle me that champion is crowned. So uh, on the stupid name aspect, I'm part of a soccer team and our team name is literally the Ottawa Sofa Couch <laughs> for no reason at all. So on that note, what are some interesting names have you heard? <sighs> oh, geez. Um... <laughs> I feel like there's a bunch of them just running through your mind right now. There are. There are. You're actually making me uh... like this one team will... I'll, it, it... The the weird thing is is that you will uh, you will get teams that begin to sort of know our cast and know that I am the person that is reading all of these things for the you know for the first basically I'm the only one that's going to get to read their joke unless they win. Uh, so the, I, I love it when teams sort of have figured out my my personality over the course of our run because we do have recurring teams. And so, like, there's one team that, that will always, like, throw, like, weird Golden Girls references, like, you know, Shady Pines, Ma, uh, <laughs> because they, they know that I'm, like, a huge Golden Girls fan. Um, it, it stuff So, you know, stuff like that. And it's, it's always cute and fun. There's always some topical uh, political jokes amongst the names. Um, 
you know, things of things of that nature. But it's good to see that uh, the teams are coming in with the creativity and adding a little humor, although it doesn't give necessarily brownie points. It gives humor points that are like, whose line is it anyways? It doesn't matter, but is there for fun. Uh, I mean, I'm not a I've yet to do it, but I would definitely give bonus points for the right name. Ooh, OK, it, but it, but it's never happened. So you, the, the bar is is pretty high. OK, so people who are participating in Riddle Me That, just keep that in mind. The most creative name might give you some brownie <laughs> points. Definitely brownie points. So Riddle Me That is a trivia game show. Uh, what are the categories you like to touch the most or attack? Well, not necessarily attack, but like to do for the show. Well, we try to keep our trivia very general. Uh, we want it to be sort of common knowledge trivia. Um, so we never really get very specific into uh, any any one category. So like we don't have a Game of Thrones night where you have to know like the six people who touch the dagger of Ajanti and you know, blah, blah, blah. Like we don't go that deep into the, into the weeds on like any one specific subject. Uh, what we basically do is we pick a category every week and you know, like it could be something like we had one category. It was called a lightly redacted 400 page report on riddle me that, uh, every week our, our topics are sort of inspired by random things that pop into our heads weird like weird events that happened on the date that we're doing our show in in history uh you know maybe a celebrity that was born uh you know on the day that we're doing a show uh so like this was a, a an episode we did around the time when the Mueller report came out but the topic uh so like any of the words that are in our topic could be fodder for the um the question. So, I mean, we could ask things, you know, questions about things that are light or, you know, things that are redacted, the number 400 uh, or anything that we can, it's sort of like an all encompassing Jeopardy style mm -hmm. category. So it's like whatever weird places our mind happens to settle inspired on, you know, by that, uh, that category is where, where, where the, the questions go. You're pretty much a general uh, trivia game show that touches everything, gives the chance for mm -hmm. everybody to participate. And you do a lot of physical activities, mini games. Do those yes. mini games tie into the topic? So let's say you're doing the Mueller report uh, mm. show. Do they have to like uh, investigate something for the mini game? Well, all all of our games do take the the names of the games do take inspiration from the topic of the week. Like for instance, uh, the week of the Mueller report, we did games called Individual One. Hush Money, Page Turner, and Redact This. <laughs> These are, and, you know, mad props to my my partner, uh, Jason Weinberg, who comes up with these games. Uh, he comes up with four new ones basically every week. He's, he's made up like a thousand games and they almost all have worked. <laughs> do, you, do you have a favorite one? Oh, geez. we <laughs> like to... I mean, we've done like we've done so many. Uh, I love when we do things that involve, you know, very simple games, but that still involve a little bit of skill. Um, you know, like our like throwing games that like where we would have somebody with a blindfold on and you have to catch a ball, you know, in in a basket while blindfolded, thrown by you know, thrown by your partner. 
we oddly end up doing a lot of things that involve paper planes. And I, I'm like a nerd. Like I, I grew up like I loved making paper airplanes in like grammar school and elementary school. So it's like one of those life skills that I really pride myself on knowing how to make a good paper airplane. All I have to say is I don't know what's up with the education system of the world today, but kids cannot make a good paper airplane these days. It's maddening. <laughs> you know, no, you're absolutely like I I only know how to make one style of paper airplane and the other ones I try completely fail. So actually, this is a little bit off topic, but how many style of paper airplanes can you do? Just a personal question. Oh, I just I mean, I have one really good one. <laughs> so like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what kind, sorry, not what kind, uh, who is your target audience when it comes to these game shows? Uh, I mean, we're generally targeting the audience, you know, uh, you know in mid-millennial to, you know, as, you know, any, anybody who wants to find themselves in a bar on a, uh, on, on a Tuesday night and have a little bit of silly fun. It, it's, it's very interesting, like going back to uh, you know, your question about like, you know, how we write the questions and stuff. That is a, a weird problem that I never really thought I would have to deal with because, you know, I, I'm 40. I, I'm 40. Um, you know, my uh, our host, uh, Eamon Daly, he's 40 and uh, and Jason, you know, he's mid 30s and writing questions for a millennial audience is very weird because especially since we're trying to be pop culture themed is there is a good bit of like pop culture history that I want to try and write about. And then I realize that a good portion of our audience may not have actually been alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's their fault. That is absolutely their fault. They should have been faster, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> but it's good that like you, you touch different uh, generations and you get the chance to cater to the younger generation and in the older generation. Do you ever have people who are, let's say, late baby boomers or people who are in their 70s or 80s that participate? Uh, I mean, I don't think we've ever had anybody in their 70s or 80s participate. I, I mean, you know, we don't want anybody to throw out a hit <laughs> <laughs> playing. A... If, they, if they're good at it, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but we certainly wouldn't stop them. Uh, exactly. Absolutely not. <laughs> Uh, like generally, like as far as if you're moderately athletic and in like your late 30s to early 40s, you stand a pretty good chance of doing well at our game because there's a good chance you may have been around all for when all of the weird stuff that we ask questions about was actually in existence. <laughs> so you say you do these uh, like once a week, right? Do you ever just do like mock exercises uh, during the week, like practice with your your crew, your coworkers, your friends, just to see how everything would work out? Uh, no, not really. I mean, at this point, you know, like I said, we've been doing this show since, you know, in various iterations since 2012. And uh, we have the bit down now. So, you know, the, the week off in between shows is more about, you know, tossing around topic ideas and, uh, you know, making graphics and stuff like that for promotion. Um, you know, like every week, you know, on like a Monday, we'll uh, post to our social media, like a little hint question that sort of points towards the category of the week. And you get a bonus point for your team if you answer that. 
you know, that that's sort of what our midweek process is. We will occasionally sit down and workshop the script and, uh, you know, talk about what what is working, what isn't working. Uh, but we're in a pretty good place. That's pretty cool that you you keep the people on their feet, even when they're not participating at the trivia game. They have to be like looking at your social media. OK, if I want to get a bonus point this week, I have to answer this question. When are they going to post it? OK, they're posting it now. Go, go, go. Call my friends. What is the answer? Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's that. Well, you know what? That's what we're hoping for anyways. <laughs> and uh, so you host this at a bar, correct? That's correct. Yeah. We uh, for the last three years, we have called uh, Chicago's Logan Bar our home, which uh, is it's at the intersection of Milwaukee and California. Really nice place. They have a great base for us to uh, to perform in the little little stage in the back. It's actually kind of cool. The manager of the bar had been one of our longtime players of the game uh, when we were at a different location. And uh, we we got into a, a, a fight with that uh, original location where we we did the bar or did the show um, over our ability to serve pie. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, uh, and so we stopped doing it there and this, you know, player who had, you know, really enjoyed our game show was like, Hey, I'm the programming manager at this bar. Come and bring your show here. And, and even our current, uh, host, uh, who's, uh, Eamon Daly was actually originally just a player of our game. Um, our original host was one of the co-creators, Jake Penzel, and uh, he, he moved out to uh, Seattle and then, you know, we decided to start the show up again. And, you know, it, we were like, hey, this guy came and played our show and would be awesome as a host. Let's let's have him join the team. And uh, and he did. So uh, I think I forgot to mention this or asked is how many teams um, per game night? We, we like to we need to have at least four teams to play. Or we like to have at least four teams to play, but anyway, there's usually between ten and twelve uh, on a on a average night. I would say uh, we can always count on our our bar staff for uh, for joining and and playing as well. the The Logan Square, uh, the Logan Bar bar staff will uh, participate in the show, and they're pretty good. They they have won uh, their fair share of times. I would imagine so. After uh, attending every single game show, they, I think they got an <laughs> idea of how the operations work. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because like some like some of them, you know, some of the staff has been there forever and and ages. And like they and like they know it, but then you get like a, a new server on that night, and they're like, "Okay, go up and play this game." And she's like, "Huh? Wait, what? I, <laughs> what do I wait? What do I have to do?" <laughs> she still has like the drinks in her hands. Like, okay, anybody order the food before I just answer these questions? <laughs> Actually, speaking of which, uh, it's a bar. There's drinks. I'm sure mm -hmm. there's some funny moments uh, that happen when alcohol is involved in answering or doing the uh, trivia games, and people. Not having as many mortar skills. <laughs> sure. Um, well, I, I mean, what our one sort of our favorite inside show joke was uh, we were doing a show one time and there was this lady who was incredibly overserved in the audience. Uh, she wasn't she wasn't playing. She was there to drink. Uh, and you know, we're so we're, you know, 
we're going through a round of trivia and we asked us one question and the answer happens to be Joe Namath. Uh, and so this drunk lady's like, Joe Namath! Like she screams <laughs> it out of the top of her lungs. And so that has now become our like internal like show code word for when one of us will because a lot of the show is is very improv-y uh, and like there's a lot of banter back and forth between the host and uh, and our musician and myself but we don't always read each other's questions every week <laughs> so sometimes we will slip up and reveal the answer without I intending it and that has become a Joe Namath. When you say the name of of the answer while while trying to be funny, you have committed a Joe Namath. I like that. I like that. It's like, uh, have you ever seen that YouTube video of people playing, I think it was World of Warcraft, and they're in a group and they're planning to do an attack. All of them, they're at 20 or so making the plans. And then the one person just yells, Leroy <laughs> Jenkins, and then runs in. It just reminded me of that. <laughs> Oh, of course, of course. No, I wept earlier this year when it was like, this is the 30th anniversary of Leroy Jenkins or something like 20th, maybe. And I was like, oh, I'm old. <laughs> Time goes by fast. You have experience being a participant and also being a ref and organizing the whole process. Do you prefer participating or refing? Oh, I absolutely prefer to make a show as opposed to play a show. I you know trivia is fun. I enjoy it, but the the act of creating something you know like this like almost like weird like sadistic weekly test of skill and you know and, and knowledge like there's a lot of fun in in administering that. You know, it's where I see my uh, evil genius side come out. <laughs> that's that's fair enough. I got nothing to say to that. <laughs> Uh, so how long does it usually take you to prepare one event, like one game show night? An hour or two. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll probably spend like a half an hour, 45 minutes making graphics and things like that, you know, posting them on social media and then actually writing the show, uh, takes, yeah, an hour, hour and a half, depending on, on how inspired I am on the, uh, on the subject that week. Well, for 52 weeks, I feel like you're inspired every week, which is great. You got you have motivation, which is fantastic. <laughs> uh, some, sometimes I, I don't know if it would actually be called motivation. It's more like, well. Panic planning. <laughs> like, I got to do it, I guess. <laughs> uh, speaking about doing it, I do a lot of speaking of. Uh, do you plan to like do more than once a week or like open up like a say a sister game show host or like game show trivia game show? You know what? That's that's one of the curious things about this show is that I haven't quite. I don't think we've quite decided what it, what the next step for it is. I mean, we're, we're very established at at our current location, and you know, I, I won't lie. It certainly would be awesome for this to to not be a hobby. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, I don't know. We we don't have a lot of plans for expansion just yet oh you take your time there's no rush it's time for your hobby not rush for your hobby uh sure <laughs> so yeah yeah i i honestly like i got a text or a message or whatever it's called a um come on alex 
a mention on Instagram saying that you were going to come on. So uh, that got me pumped up and I would love to see the development <laughs> of your game show. And if I am ever in your area, I would love to participate. Just look for the tall, bald guy with the beard. It's like, oh, that's that's Alex from Time for Your Hobby. He's going to suck at this game. I'm like, yes, I will, but I'm going to have fun. <laughs> well, I, you know what? Tall, beard, tall, bald, and bearded is not a very unique uh, descriptor in Chicago. <laughs> it's like every second person. <laughs> so do you ever revisit old themes later on in the future? So let's say the Mueller Report. Do you ever revisit that or a theme you've touched two years ago? Uh, no, generally, we we try to avoid revisiting topics. There have been a, a couple of topics that we have revisited, but more so for deliberate reasons. The topic we've done one topic twice, which is uh, sexy Jake, the go sexy Jake, the Pharaoh wizard, uh, largely because our initial host, uh, that was a weird sort of inside joke between us and him. And so uh, we also used to let people pick the the topic of their birthday week. So he, he forced us to do that uh, once we one week. And then we, we redid it when he recently came to Chicago to to visit and see the show. So but uh, we generally, yeah, we've gone, God, six years worth of shows wow. without really repeating a, uh, a topic. That's awesome. That's that's pretty cool that you're always on your feet and you can find things pretty easily. And it only takes you an hour to come up with a game show. I, the creativity and the thought process is, I don't know how you do it. You got to teach me how to do it for everything else in life. <laughs> like sometimes I just well, go to the kitchen and like, all right, thought process. Why was I here? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not to say like, you know, like you ask, like, have we ever like revisited topics? No, we don't. But I wouldn't. That doesn't mean that like the same themes don't come up in questions all the time. Like I'm from Buffalo, New York. So it, it it's a good idea to know the team, the names of most of the major sports teams in that city. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, my one partner is uh, super into anime. So if you if you know that the show One Piece exists, you're a step ahead of the the competition. Yes. Um, you know, <laughs> think, you know <laughs> we have our, our topics we like to explore video games, Marvel Comics, DC Comics. You know, those are all good things to have in your uh, like your your study material. So, you know what? I might not be a complete failure if I go and do this. <laughs> I know those topics, One Piece, big fan. So, yeah. Okay. I'm less nervous now. I didn't write this question down, but what are some do's and don'ts for people who would like to participate in trivia games? Uh, like, do pe so people who want to play? Yeah, like things like don't interrupt or don't be rude. Like, it can be simple things or, you know, take your time or anything that applies for trivia games. Like, things you should do and things you shouldn't do. Like... The one lady just shouting out the answers when she's not playing, but still funny. I mean, that's kind of the biggest dick move that you can do when uh, when you're going to trivia is shout. You know, at least the way we do things, you know, shouting out the answer is is always a dick move. I, I would discourage people from doing that. Uh, but I mean, you know, when you go to trivia, have fun. We you know we try to imbue our trivia with a little, you know, extra fun. Uh, but, you know, go out. It's a good way to spend uh, spend an evening with, uh, with your friends after work and uh, just relax. Do something silly for, uh, for an hour or two hours. That's all you really got. There's no, there's no secret to trivia. Except knowing the right answer. 
<laughs> Actually, speaking about trivia, well, this whole topic's trivia. Do you have a favorite trivia board game? Because I know there's Trivial Pursuit, there's uh, Smartass, there's a bunch of them. Do you have one that you enjoy? Trivial Pursuit would uh, would be my favorite trivia board game. I would say. Is there because I know they made different variations? Uh, is there one specific one you like? Um, no, I'll play any of them. It doesn't matter. Uh, I do have a, a Bible trivia game on my bookshelf that somebody gave me once. I've never played that. I don't know. That might be fun. You're saving it for a rainy day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you can't go wrong with Trivial Pursuit. Until you get the wrong answer. Then you go wrong. Sure. <laughs> sure. What would you say is the best part about uh, having a game show? Uh, I mean, the best part about it, you know, from a personal level is the relationship that it's, you know, the friendship relationships that it's allowed me to maintain over you know the last seven years you know it's great to get to you know see my buddy jason and uh you know and my friend amen every week uh and, you know and do something creative with them I, i'm definitely the sort of person who seeks creative outlets so it, it's good to have that weekly uh weekly you know creative thing that's also deadline driven you know it, it forces me to not sit at you know around and play video games all day you know think things like that you know it, it gives me a reason to, to to look forward to tuesday nights pretty much like the same thing for me recording this podcast <laughs> yeah and what would you say was your biggest challenge when you first started the whole trivia game show i think the consistency was was de has definitely been the the most difficult thing about the show we always had there there was always a very strong concept around what we wanted to do with this as a you know from a production standpoint which was you know cheap game show with you know an obnoxious host and you know kind of something fun and interactive but the you know the the weekly grind was you know was definitely the the biggest challenge you know having to you know come up with you know 14 to 20 trivia questions every week and yeah that 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 was the definitely the biggest challenge and i'm guessing it's no longer that challenge anymore do you have a new challenge these days uh now that we kind of have a product that we're that we're really happy with uh just kind of switching and transitioning into spreading the word and getting out the uh getting out the message about what we do because you know it's always a lot more fun you know that that's the thing is that this is something that i like doing because it's at the end of the day like it's fun i like making up these games for people and so whenever we have more people you know you want more, as many people as you can to play this stupid silly game that you made for them um and uh and so I've worked in marketing for a very long time, but I'm always like, I'm an uneasy marketer. I'm still kind of learning how to do it for myself. And so, yeah, you know, spreading the, spreading the word is, uh, is our biggest challenge and we're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. You got time. Actually, um, this might sound like a stupid idea or question or either both. Would you ever consider making your trivia game show into an actual, let's say card game or board game? So the same, like the activity aspect and the trivial aspect. I, I think it 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 very well could be done. What we actually do sort of joke about that in the show, where the the third place team every week 
uh, will win what we call the riddle me that home game, uh, <laughs> which is uh, basically like a weird assortment of random things that Jason has bought at the dollar store <laughs> that week. Uh, that that are vaguely thematic to <laughs> to the game, but so so that that's the only take home version of uh, of the game that we have right now. You know what? I wouldn't mind winning that third place myself if I can't get first or second. <laughs> it's 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 not a bad way to go. Exactly, it's all about having fun at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Speaking about having fun and being something that you enjoy, has hosting a game show or being the ref of a game show ever helped you out when you're feeling stressed? So after a long day of work, I feel like I already know the answer. You come home or and then you go to the bar like, all right, let's do this. Now I'm fully relaxed. Yes, actually, like it, it's one of my favorite things about doing this show. Uh, and I, I'm a my background in theater is always very much on the the technical side of things. I've been a stage manager, sound designer, uh, you know, lighting guy. I make it a point to show up at the bar probably way earlier than I need to. Before like, they open. Like, <laughs> uh, well, no, they're still open, but like, you know, two hours before the show starts. And the the act of winding up and like setting up the stage is very zen to me you know coiling cables and laying things out meticulously and taping them down and uh so that's a very i get very zen doing that so yeah that helps me relax no i know exactly what you mean it's the whole preparation aspect you're in your own zone you can listen to music you can do whatever you want while you're doing it you can hum you can sing and then it's just your time to prepare everything falls in together like a perfect tetris game kind of thing right absolutely absolutely now on the flip side has it ever stressed you out let's say you had to deal with somebody who was rude or was just ruining the flow of the game occasionally you know it's often our our crowd is generally we actually don't have to deal with that a lot our our crowds are generally good and respectful uh the bar staff is very good about keeping people in line when it does need to be. But it, you know, every once in a while, you'll get like a, a very drunk person who just wants to scribble like obscene things on their answer sheets and kind of stumble around the stage. And that, that can be a little annoying, but you, you kind of pretend that they're not there and, <laughs> uh, and, and just keep going. Well, I like that aspect that it's like the 99% of the people who participate are great. And it's just the 1% that, yeah. You can just ignore and pretend they're not there. That's which is good. Yeah. Until they stumble and break something. But I am sure they don't do that. What are some misconceptions about people who run a trivia game show? <laughs> One of the biggest misconceptions is that we know everything because we don't. But thank God that Wikipedia does. <laughs> are you the ones writing the answers into Wikipedia? Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, I do not write the answers into Wikipedia. Okay, that's yeah, that's a really good misconception. So they're still learning too, guys. Don't don't assume they know everything. They're not an encyclopedia or dictionary. They won't know the answer to everything. Well, if they do, then I want to be friends with them because I can ask any questions. But I'm sure we're all learning here. What has running a game show, a trivia game show, taught you in life? Hmm. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally everything. No, you know what I mean. I I think it's. It's taught me a lot of confidence uh, as far as like when I do actually have to step up and host the show uh, if our if our main host is is out for the week, 
like it's an activity that I do really enjoy. Uh, I'm oftentimes glad that I don't have to do it on a regular basis because it requires uh, a lot of energy that uh, I'm, I'm much more of a subdued person. Uh, so, but like, I, I think that's helped me a lot in just as a person being able to, to speak and, uh, you know, and talk in front of crowds and all that. It's helped me out in my, you know, in my day job for sure. Uh, you know, so is doing stuff like, you know, like podcasting and things as well. Yeah. It's just, it's a mix of everything. I know I completely understand and I completely get it. And, uh, do you want to present this hobby to the world or just keep it for your, your community or people where you live around? When I also say present it to the world, would you be interested in doing like a YouTube series or a TV show all about it? Oh, it, I'm sorry. It sounded like you just want, like you're saying you want me to pay me to do Wings World. <laughs> uh, uh, well, maybe, I don't know if, well, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yes, I would. Um, I I have a I have a very good career and that that I that I very much enjoy. Uh, I work for the Greater Chicago Food Depository, but if I could become a professional writer of game shows, that would be awesome. So, sure, I'll share it with the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think anybody's gonna say no. We don't want it. Of course, it's fun time. It's relaxing time. If it ever comes to where I am, uh, I would love to participate. Now, do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested in either participating in a ga uh, trivia game show or hosting a trivia game show? I mean, as far as hosting, you know, hosting trivia is concerned, you know, a lot of bars like trivia. And, you know, if it's something that you want to get into, there are a number of great avenues that people can take to get into, you know, hosting trivia shows. Um I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of, organ, you know, there's group, different groups that like almost syndicate their trivia out, you know, to like, they have like a network of, you know, like geeks who drink or is something like that, or, you know, create your own. I, like I said, you know, there's a million shows where, where people just go and, uh, you know, read your questions and you write down answers and those are fine. Or you can, uh, you can make something new and unique as well, you know. So it's up to you. Yeah, the, the possibilities are endless. And let's say you, if you wanted to do a trivia game show while skydiving, probably not the safest thing, but you know, it's it's there if you want to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, do you have any social media links that you would like to share? It can either be your personal, the ones for Riddle Me That, or even websites to help people learn more about just the general concept of trivia game shows. Uh, yes. Well, you can, of course, uh, follow us on Instagram. We are uh, Riddle Me That Game Show. That's uh, riddle, uh, Instagram and then our Facebook uh, page. We're also uh, Riddle Me That Game Show on Facebook. And uh, you can always go to RiddleMeThatGameShow.com. That will help redirect you to our Facebook page where you can like and subscribe and find out all sorts of fun things about us perfect i will put all that information in the show notes below and the description same thing so you can learn more about mark and his amazing game show that keeps you on your feet literally keeps you on your feet you can't be sitting down to enjoy this game and uh yeah so uh now this is weird that i asked this because i'm it sounds kind of weird that i'm asking you all the questions while you're the trivia like experts so my question to you would be do you have any questions for me about trivia 
As a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> I mean, I have I have six years worth of questions okay. for you, Alex. I got this. So we're we're going to play a little game here. So uh, our final round in the show each week is what we call our speed round. So we we take you know the sort of the week's overall category and we create like a separate subcategory. So these, all of these questions are all based around a very specific theme. So now, <laughs> sir, you 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 have a, a choice to make. I'm not going to tell you the name of the speed round category, but would you like to have the speed round category from an episode called Star Wars, episode Air Force One, Get Off My Plane, a lightly redacted 400-page report on Riddle Me That. Hmm. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise or the Price is Right Showcase Showdown. Pick your poison, sir. Oh, okay. I, I love Star Wars. I'm not an expert in Star Wars. I've watched it since I was a kid. Uh, the showdown does sound tempting. You know what? Just to keep this thing going. We haven't talked about Star Wars yet. Let's let's go with Star Wars. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the Star Wars speed round category is presidential fiction. So for this round, uh, we're going to be describing films that have given us fictional U.S. presidents. Tell tell us the movie based upon the description. Okay. All right. Featuring Peter Sellers as President Merkin Muffley, this film taught us that there's no fighting in the war room. Uh, episode three is incorrect. <laughs> 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 that pause in your voice just, I felt like that was like Yoda saying that for some reason. No, 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 no. So, so what we're, so I, in, in these categories, the question is going to describe a fictional U.S. president. Okay. So tell me the movie that this fictional U.S. president is featured in. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so, so the answer is not Star Wars. Anything. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay. I thought it was just restricted to Star Wars. Okay. And sorry, what was the question yeah. again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was fixated on Star Wars. I'm sorry. Okay. So, so to explain the the, the jump of logic here, so. The category was, you know, Air Force One, get off of my plane. Mm -hmm. So, you know, U.S. Res presidents. Oh, OK. So U.S. presidents are now going to be the subject of this final round. That's that's where our brain was going. OK, OK. Gotcha. I hope, I hope that makes sense. Uh, but anyways, here we go. Here's the question again. Uh, featuring Peter Sellers as President Merkin Muffley. This film taught us that there's no fighting in the war room. There's no fighting in the war room. Um, doesn't sound. So it's a, oh, it's a very famous quote from this movie. I feel, I want to. I I'm not an expert in movies, but I feel like Independence Day, or, hmm, you know what? I'm gonna go with Independence Day, and I know it's the wrong answer, but that's my gut feeling. <laughs> uh, it is Doctor Strange Life. Ah. Uh, you know what? You know what? Let's let's go with the other category just All for right. fun. Right. See if I'm even you better at that or worse at that. You know what? Let, let's. I, I actually, I think we will try this one. This one's kind of. This one's kind of fun. Okay, so this is from the episode. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Okay. Are you vaguely, vaguely familiar with Star Trek? You know who the people. You know who the people are. Uh, let's pretend I do. 
All right, all right. <laughs> we'll go with that. These, this is called Members of the Crew. So for our final round, we're going to be joining the crew of the Starship Enterprise. All of the answers to these questions will contain or be related to the names of crew members on the USS Enterprise. Am I allowed to just pull up a list or no? I know it's cheating. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I have no, I have no way to, to to know if you're doing it or not. Okay, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's going with gut. This is completely, this is completely on your integrity here. As I, a, I will go with full integrity. I will not do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this prison complex, which sits on the East River between Queens and the Bronx, is New York's most famous prison and one hell of a first officer. Good thing I'm an expert at this stuff. Um, <laughs> okay, I know there's... You know what? I'm going to ask the audience for help, the listeners. Can you uh, can you help me out? No? Good. You're just listening and you can't participate in this podcast? Okay, great. Um, <laughs> is there... Is there uh, I feel like there's a Kurt... <laughs> oh, God, yeah... Um, I really need to brush up on my Star Trek. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's so the answer to this one was Rikers Island. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew I knew that. I was I was I was testing you. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Because Captain Captain Riker was the first officer on. Uh... Would it be better if I do the physical challenge? <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be better at that. I don't know how this will translate well through the podcast, but yeah. <laughs> But no, I do think that I do need to brush up on my trivia. I haven't. I do have a few trivia games. Um, I don't play them as much as I want to, because mm-hmm. people don't. We don't necessarily have the time. But I do enjoy playing it. Um, if I ever do come to your game show, I will have to brush up on myself. Like at the beginning, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm an expert. I know One Piece. I know Star Wars. I know all that. And then you hit me with the questions, and I've had to pretend as if I knew, but in reality, I knew nothing. <laughs> But no, I will definitely train and get better. So if we ever do meet, I will be, I wouldn't say an encyclopedia. I'll be like a pamphlet of knowledge. All right. I mean, that's just, fine. <laughs> just, just like a two-page pamphlet. That's, that's as much as I can do. But yeah, so there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you so much, Mark, for coming on the show and showing to the listeners on how much I know very little about everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I'm, I'm glad I was able to perform some small service today. Yes, yes. So people f- will feel better and smarter than me, So which is great. So if you want to learn more about Mark and all that he does, you can go check out him, uh, check him out on Instagram, Facebook, and his website. I'll put all that information below. And if you want to share this episode, by all means, share it. Share the knowledge. Literally, it's a trivia game show, so share it because it can help somebody out. If you're having a long day, join the trivia game show and you can just ask questions and be asked questions and just have a good time. Physical activities can be involved as well. So the possibilities are endless. So once again, thank you so much, Mark. Oh, no, thank you again for having me. This was uh, this was a lot of fun. So if you'd like to be on my show or have any questions at all, you can send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.